Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Think about it. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat room that almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. What's going on, people? All right. I would like to welcome you all back to the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And it's been two years to the day since my last live call-in show, but I'm back in this thing. And I look forward to chopping it up with all of you in the future. Now, this show will air on an as-needed basis, so whenever there's a topic that needs to be discussed, then... You know, if you signed up for my email newsletter over at TalkToQ.com, then you'll be alerted of upcoming shows. But you'll learn more about that over time. Um, in the meantime, let me explain how this show works because we do have rules here at T2Q, so pay attention. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunities to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant to what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step in on your soapbox is 516-595-8306. That's 516-595-8306. And as I mentioned earlier, if you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Once you call into the show, then be prepared to face my show legend. A show legend is someone who's participated or contributed to the show so many times that they've reached legendary status. They have priority when it comes to discussion, and you'll get to know them by voice over time. With enough participation, maybe someday you can be a show legend. 
Now, other ways you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at talk There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. You can also join the interactive chat room and respond to topics along with others there. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to Talk to Q. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and any other podcast aggregator, and just pick up where you left off. All right, maintenance complete. All right, 516-595-8306 is the number. 516-595-8306. Now, if you're over 25 years old, then you've probably had a bad breakup in your life. And, well, some of us who make pretty bad decisions have probably had more than just a bad breakup. But they're never easy to deal with, regardless of who breaks up with who. Um, we always think that, you know, I wish we can get something out of it, even though the relationship is over. We think about the time we spent with that person the money we spent on that person, or even some potential mates we may have missed out on because we were trying to work on our busted relationship. So, I mean, don't you wish you can receive some sort of compensation for what you're out of when a relationship is over? Well, unless you're married, then those options are limited as far as the legal process goes. But we'll discuss how some people get their own version of relationship reparations tonight on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Now, you can join the chat room by going to TalkToQ.com and clicking on the link for the show page. The chat room is open and available. If you decide to call the show to give your opinion, then please remember to press 1 when you're ready to talk. So that way I know that you're ready to be brought on to the air. Give your nickname and the city and state from which you're calling. All right? To the phone lines I go. Oh, where do I want to start? Where do I want to start? Let's go here. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Let me welcome um, the homie, the show legend, Buck. Buck, what's going on, man? Buck, talk to me. All right, we'll have to come back back to Buck. Glad to be back. Oh, there you are. All right, glad to have you back on, man. And let me go to the, let's see, where am I going next? To the 248 area code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit. So welcome the author, show host, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickers. Chris, what's happening? Thank you. How are you? I am outstanding. Glad to have you back Good. in the mix. And oh, this Glad phone to be back. Is this is a number I haven't seen in a while. To the seventh area code, I go to the largest state of New Jersey. Upon the voice of you, so let's add them. Hey, Q. Hey, uh, Crystal and Buck. It's great to be on. How's everybody? Doing good. Everyone is doing fine. Hey, how are you? And you know what? We're going to stay in that area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, to bring on the show enforcer, show legend Ray. Ray, what's going on, bro? 
Hey, what's up, Q? Crystal Puff. Right. Mandy, how y'all doing tonight? What's up, Ray? Glad that How you doing? Yeah, hold on. I got to blow the dust off of this one, Don't too. see the doctor. The 910 area code. The Star Hill State of North Carolina. Welcome on the man who plays a doctor on the radio. Dr. Willis. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, everybody that's on right now? Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Good to hear your voice again. Yeah, what's up? Hey. All hey, right. It's been a minute. And to the 601 area code, my home. Jack. Eminem, where you at, man? Oh, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? I didn't hear you, boy. Oh, boy, this is like a goddamn family reunion, boy. Man, ooh, boy, I'm getting hyped already, boy, hearing these damn voices. Shit. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and kick things off. Oh, my man, Batman is in the chat room. What up, Batman? Good to see you. All right, so we'll go ahead and kick things off. Now, we're talking about relationship reparations tonight, trying to get something out of a bad relationship. And let me start with uh, let me start with Amanda first. Amanda, aside from the obvious signs of catching someone in the act of cheating or physical abuse, I mean, how do you know when it's time to break up with someone? I think when you just you just don't have any joy in the relationship, you just can't find like every. I think every relationship you go through kind of like periods where you know um, things maybe you don't have the spark you once had. But I think if you just can't find the joy in the relationship, or there's more reasons to leave than there are to stay, then that would be a reason to say you know maybe you should consider. Um, looking elsewhere, especially if you don't have a lot to lose. Like, you know, you don't have a mortgage with somebody or kids. And if you can make a clean break and there's really no joy, then why not? Okay. That makes sense to me. And Dr. Willis, anything you can add, bro? Man, that's why I follow that up. But, um, (laughs) no, I think uh, once the satisfaction is gone, the joy is gone, and, um, you know, you don't see any any more reason or any fight left in you to, to keep it up or carry it on, then it's time to break out. Okay, okay. And I pretty much agree with all of that. And um, so let me go to you, Crystal. And this is a question I know people have debated for quite some time. Crystal, who handles breakups worse, men or women? Well... <laughs> Um, I guess it depends. I think either one can be bad. It depends on how much that person loved the other person or how much they felt that they were um, taken advantage of or deceived. So, I mean, in my experience, men have been very bad as far as breaking up, you know, stalkerish and homicidal. But I think women... I think a lot of times we, well, I don't know, we we, we kind of go off too. So I think it really just depends. It depends on, yeah, who was hurt the most, really, and or, you know, who felt that they were 
you know, lied to or deceived and all those kinds of things. That's really the one that handles it the worst. Okay, Ray, what do you think, man? Who handles it worse when it comes to breakups, men or women? Uh, I think it depends on who it is. I mean, it's men that take it bad and it's women that take it bad, but it's just, you know, I think it depends on what a person's self-esteem is or if they feel like they can get back in the game and do what they have to do all over again. I know it ain't easy whether you're a man or you're a woman, but, you know, I think this saying always goes, never make a man tell you he don't want you twice. Well, it's the same thing for fellas. Don't make a woman tell you she don't want you twice, you know? So it's kind of... I've seen it go bad on both ends. A woman, usually if a woman is on the job, things will go bad for the dude. But if a woman is, you know, kind of the 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 finance the finance seat of a relationship, like dude staying with her and stuff like that and she put him out, I've seen it go bad like that too, so Either way, but overall, I would probably say, man, you can't even call that. Some dude going out here killing women and stuff like that because they don't want to be with them. And some girls go around knocking out car windows and scratching cars and putting accusations on stuff on you if you don't want to be with them. So I would have to call that a tie as a toss-up. Okay. Now, speaking of getting revenge, um, let me go to you, Buck, and, I mean, what are some common ways but people try to get revenge on their ex after a bad breakup? I mean, what are some of the things that they do? They try to, um, you know, hurt, you know, try to make themselves look better. Um, you know, maybe get in the car or something like that, or try to get a passenger or something like that, but not it. In the position, you know, or somebody you know characterized them being there. You're kind of um, breaking like, up on us, Bob. You know, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, slightly okay, better. Like, bro, it just depends. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, they're trying to make themselves look better, um, and that could be done a variety of ways. You know, maybe you know, sending outside the box, what outside normal parallels, um, just to try to get the attention of the one that they just lost. All right, let me let me go to Eminem on this question. And Eminem, what what are some common ways people try to get revenge on an ex after a bad breakup? I'm pretty sure in your days of of pimpdom, you you've run across some issues. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. That's when tricking that is highest peak, actually. But uh, man, <laughs> shit. I mean, it depends on the, you know, it depends on what type of dude it is. If it's a guy with a high testosterone level, well, the first thing you're gonna do is try to go out and bump everything that you was passing up or try to hit at. I mean, that's that's numero uno. But now, if you want these dudes and you know, uh, right and left they ain't treating you too good down below and that them juices ain't flowing well, maybe that's the <laughs> motherfucker just, just start drinking himself to death or something. So, you know, it kind of depends on the dude. Um, a lot of time with females, um, 
a lot of times now they don't handle the actual breakup the best, but sometimes they benefit from the most because uh, you see this a lot in uh, African-American community and probably uh, Latino community too, but I can't really speak on them too tight. But, you know, where you have so many chicks at a young age get mixed up with the wrong type niggas and all that kind of stuff. So when they finally hit that damn brick wall and all that stuff, then some of the things they put off doing, uh, because, you know, for whatever reason, it seemed like it seemed to be the best chicks with the worst type of niggas and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of time you'll see where they will, you know, complete their degree if they started school or, um, uh, you know, they might be dedicated to advancing their career or job or become a better parent if they have kids because now the dude no longer is their focal point and they're trying to show the guy maybe what he missed and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, uh, so I would say, like, you know, the chick would probably, you know, uh, do long-term things to improve themselves, but the guy definitely would do short-term things to improve themselves. I'm talking about, like, you know, let's do flat broke or something. I'm talking about strip club, seven days a week, traveling, you know, all kind of bachelor parties, all, all, all is basically cramming a damn. You trying to put a whole life's work in about one damn year of of fucking and drinking and partying. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so it's not a lot of guys gonna say, okay, I'm broke up now. Let me go back to school and all that shit. I mean, m- most niggas is ready to be, you know. Rolling. That that's that's if they you know function a certain way. They don't function a certain way. Well, I had uh-huh. a, I hate to use the word head because I'm not even sure if my my brother's still my not my physical brother but my my boy's still around. Great artist and stuff, but uh, man, he ended up <clears throat> getting divorced and just I mean it was just a downward spiral and uh, he didn't turn to drugs and nothing like that, but he ended up basically being homeless and all that and. Uh, just never reacted the way some other people is. And I have, you know, known other people to do the aforementioned. It's like, you know, bump, bump, like, damn, nigga, I ain't seen you in a long time. It's like, hey, man, let's roll. Like, where we going? Say, shit. You know, I'm just saying, so it's that type of stuff. But right, a lot of right. times the women, the, the ones that don't have a nervous breakdown or something, they end up, you know, improving their careers. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, people find, you know, have different ways of trying to get back um, at others. Some, you know, do so by trying to improve themselves. Others just smash the windows out your car and everything. Um, in the chat room, Batman said that um, he went back to school. I see Batman, he's from, from Arkansas. So he said after 29 years, he went back to school. So that's what he did. And let's see, on Twitter... Uh, well, I don't have a response to that on Twitter. I just see something from Morgan Stanley out of New York City. She says, I'm so glad you're back, baby. Well, I appreciate that, Morgan. It's nice to be back. All right, so uh, <laughs> so let me let me go back to Amanda. Amanda, you know how relationships can get when it comes to social media. Sometimes people put a lot out there. And it could be a little too much. 
should social media be off limits for discussing one's breakup? So, like, you know, let's say you break up with someone. Do you need to keep the details away from social media? And if so, why? Uh, it's probably the best idea to keep it away from social media. Um, I don't think I, I've never really been a person to just put too much out there. So just me personally, um, I don't think I would just put all the details out there. But, you know, there are people who they're truly hurt and they just need a place to be able to express what happened. Um, you know, we laugh and joke. A lot of times you'll see people say, uh, you know, you've, you've carried us on the journey this far. Let us know what happened. Don't be vague. You know, so if you're a person that you put everything else out there, once, you know, you and this person are no longer together, you know, it's kind of like you might as well put it all out there. But, you know, generally speaking, I think it's best to just kind of, you know, just, just keep it classy. Um, don't put it all out there. But, you know, if you've been doing that anyway, it's, no need to change now. So I guess it just really depends on the person. Yeah, and you're probably right about that. And, Ray, what do you think, man? I know you're not big on social media, but how do you feel about people who go on social media to discuss their breakup and put all their business out in the street? Well, I think a, a relationship should be personal anyway. And you have a lot of people that, you know, they, they go on, I guess, Instagram and uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. You know, it's just something that you know I really don't don't get too much. You know, I'm willing to share a little bit, maybe a picture or comment or something like that. But as far as what's going on, as far as you know, putting other people into your business, nah, I, I just don't don't see why that would be important to other people in the first place. I mean. It might be good entertainment if it's somebody you know, but, you know, I like to see people doing well and getting along and stuff like that. So, you know, whatever happened, if they want to tell you about it is one thing, but telling everybody about it, you know, I just don't don't understand that. Because nowadays when you put something out there, it can be out there for forever, you know. So kids or something grow up, they can possibly get hold of it or, you know, a job or whatever you're trying to do out there. So why put stuff out that you don't want out, you know? And some people do. Some people love to say where they're eating, where they're going, what they're doing, and who they're doing it with and stuff like that. But, no, I think if you're in a relationship, you should try to, keep personal things personal and uh, just leave it at that. Okay. And uh, in the chat room, Batman said his marriage ended like a Tyler Perry movie. Oh, man. (laughs) He said uh, his ex-wife posted her new dude's pic while they were still married. Wow, that's rough right there. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's that's rough. He probably right living in the house and everything. <laughs> oh, that's, that's rough. That's really rough. Oh, man. Oh. Probably holding the child and everything. Damn, man. Oh, man. Shit. Oh, man. Hey, bad man, keep your head up, bro. Yeah, it's like, no you got to get rid of all your silverware after that. 
And, uh, yeah, try the phone lines again, Batman. We're jammed up, but you might be able to get through. And so, all right, so, Dr. Willis, one, one last last time. I want to play devil's advocate for a second. Uh, can't, I guess, the the audience that you have on Facebook uh, be looked at as a form of therapy? You know, you're like laying on the social media couch, so to speak. I mean, is that why people put some of the information out there because they're looking for a little comfort? Well, you uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say that therapy comes in many forms. You know, um, I, I do agree with Ray that a relationship is personal, but when you've broken up, it's no longer a relationship. So, at that point, you have to uh, realize, you know, um, or or at least take consideration: Are you actually done with this person for good, or is there a chance y'all can get back together? Because that's that would depend on how much you put out there. Uh, you also have to take into consideration um, that you're going to get a, a lot of unwanted comments and feelings towards what you're putting out there also. So you're going to have to have thick skin. But I usually recommend to folks who want to um, put their business out there, you know, create a create a little group room and, and invite the people that you don't mind expressing yourself to. Um, but I look at it like this. If you're going to go and pay some stranger, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour to listen to you vent, why not use Facebook? You know what I'm saying? But the, the you know, but you have to understand that you're going to get a lot of unwanted comments. You're going to have people that are asympathetic to, you know, what you're going through, and uh, you know, you got you got to be prepared to deal with that if you're going to put your uh, information out there. I hate when folks, you know, they come on and then they, you know, they put the business out there and then they get mad when folks ask questions. It's like if you don't want people asking you or, you know, you're going to get mad enough for being nosy, then don't put your business out there. But if you exactly. are going to use that platform for therapy, then allow those folks to, you know, aid in your therapeutic se- session. So, uh, yeah, I was going to exactly say that about, about it being uh, therapeutic. Okay. All right. And I got a couple of callers holding. If you want to chime in, press one on your phone and let me know that you're ready to speak. So, uh, Buck, let me get back to you and ask you this. All right, let's say you have a bad breakup, Buck. Do you get more satisfaction from um, moving on with your life and having good things happen to you? Like say you get a promotion or a raise or maybe your next girlfriend is hotter, something like that. Or do you get more satisfaction from seeing bad things happen to her? Maybe she loses her job or the dude she gets with cheats on her or something like that. Which one would you rather have happen to you? You know, it really depends on the person. I mean, for me, myself, I don't want to see anything bad to happen to anybody because I'm not that kind of person. But I'm more concerned about moving on and doing the things that I need to do, you know, so I can be successful. I'm not worried about, you know, what's in the past. You, sometimes you just got to cut bait and just let it roll. Think about things and trying to wish things bad on other people. So, you know, when you, you step out the door, you just step out and you just do what you got to do. You don't have to, you know, be sitting up there trying to, you know, wish bad things on other people because it could happen to you. So, you know, the best thing to do is not even pay attention to once you go, you go, and that's it. And that's that's the answer I've always taken. All right. All right. And, Crystal, I got to hear your take on this. Which one would you rather have happen? Do you want to have good things happen to you in your life as you go forward? Or do you want that dude to suffer for what he did to you? <laughs> well, is that not an old Disney laugh? 
that is such an evil Disney laugh. <laughs> of course, I want him to be happy. <laughs> no, nigga, I want you to suffer. Of course, I want you to feel what I felt. And I know you couldn't possibly feel anything because, you know, the fucking demon or some shit. But, yeah, I mean, I don't go around doing it. I'm not going to waste my time trying to ruin his life because, you know, it's karma, baby. He'll come back, and I'll be right there. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) But, of course, I want everybody to be happy. I'll, I'll, you know, I... I usually leave people alone after, you know, they've left me alone. I leave you alone. That's the rule. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want them to be happy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I believe that. Uh, <laughs> let me go to this this number, the 870 area code. Which is the natural state of Arkansas? I'm assuming this is this is Batman. Yes, it is. Batman, what is, what's going on, bro? What's up? Oh, oh boy, boy, boy! All right, now, hold on. now, Batman, I, we we got to hear your story, but you got to make it quick for me. All right, so okay, I'll make, it quick quick. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. Give me the Cliff okay. Notes version. Okay. Two years ago, last show we did, that same week, my grandmother, because on the 25th is my grandmother's birthday, which she will be 109 Tuesday. Okay. Come down to Arkansas to see my grandmother. Come see my grandmother. Okay, so I stay down here about a week, and my wife said, well, hey, why don't you stay down there a couple of weeks? I'm like, Okay. Chill with the people, hometown, all this and that. And then my thing is, how the fuck do you get a Dear John letter in an inbox? I want a divorce. And so I look on her page, and it's she's in, 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 in Flint, Michigan with this damn dude that looks like fucking, uh, uh, the purple dude used to be with uh, Grimace. So basically, she started putting <laughs> pictures up with yeah, this that's dude, all right. and she still got my last name. So you know, me being me, I just went on Facebook and I had like ninety people live, but I'm just roasting her ass. You know, she just oh, sitting up man. there. Uh, I put her name through the mud and this and that. But anyways. We got divorced last July. But here's the thing with her, with child support. Child support is supposed to support the child. Am I correct? Yes, sir. It's not before my phone bill is due. Uh, Do you have any spare money? Hell no, motherfucker. I don't have no spare money. You can't your child support. You got a whole man. Then on top of that, you got pregnant witnesses. By this man, and you still asking Ooh. me for spare money besides what I'm supposed to do, my duty, and though, and then I do in school clothes, you can't put in a damn dollar. Now, me, I had to, this, the first part of the, the divorce, I was bearded eight. 
I was bitter angry because it's now. Now the shit was like a comedy show. But I don't wish no bad luck on her, but I do know karma is, karma does come, it, it's 360. It's 360. So, Man. you know, but but my whole thing is, with, like I said, with my ex-wife, if she think child support is like, it, it's just like she, she, she just has to have it. And it's not right. a certain date when I pay it. I just pay it within the month. But she, I'm, I'm serious, she called me like a fucking <laughs> bill collector. You know your, your child well, support do. And I do her just Let like your bill collector. I, I send that ass a, a voicemail heaven. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it short, but, but Q, all them profiles, uh-huh. that is me. Facebook got me in jail again. Done blocked like four profiles because I roasted somebody. <laughs> all right, so he did like Dr. <laughs> Wilson, and it went to uh, he went to the Facebook social media couch, uh, the, the fine release, and. But Batman brings something up with when he talks about child support, and of course this is a very sensitive top sensitive topic. Whenever you get into that discussion, let me go back to Amanda on this. And Amanda, do you think that some women use child support as a form of repar- reparations or retribution from the man? Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's plenty of women who aren't doing what they need to be doing for um for the child with the money that the the father is giving them toward them. So, um you see it all the time where you know, maybe she bought a new outfit for herself to go to the club or some new shoes or whatever. So, I mean, it happens. That's not that's not the case, you know, at all for everybody, obviously, but there are those women who are using that money as like he owes me this you know and I'm sure everybody you know you can ask anybody who's a mother they feel owed I'm sure you know because of all the things that they do maybe the father didn't do all the things that he could have when he was in the picture or you know everybody has a different story but I think there are some people who take it to the extreme and are pretty you know pretty ridiculous and uh, negligent with it for sure okay all right, so uh, Dr. Willis, let me ask you. Um, I mean, I, I know that you know you you have situations where you've had to uh, you have a, a baby baby mom or whatever. But let me ask you this: I mean, is the woman entitled to something? I mean, let's say that you know you pay your child support and everything, and you find out she got her nails done or, or something of that nature. I mean, is that really off limits, or is she maybe entitled to something because of the fact that she has custody? I think um, I think you have to look at your situation and take that in uh, into consideration because, um, like, I have um, I have three baby mothers, <laughs> so um, my ex, my, my ex, yeah, you know, I put I put in work, but uh, <laughs> so my ex wife, <laughs> my ex wife, I wouldn't give her a dime because. That's all she wanted was the money. She didn't, she didn't, you know, really take care of the kids. She didn't care if I saw them, talked to them, anything like that. And it was just, it was just bad. All the thing she wanted was money. It's only right, money, money, money. 
But my two other baby mothers, I don't care if they went and got their hair done, nails did, whatever. If they needed some money for me time, if I had it, they had it because they they never interrupted my time with my kids. They um, gave me open access anytime, whenever I wanted to. And uh, so, I but but technically though, I will say this: if the woman is doing what she's supposed to do, she make up way more than what what money you're probably sending her a month anyway. So if she is taking that money, she's just probably reimbursing herself from something um, that she's already done for the month for those kids. So, and I had to learn this, you know what I'm saying? I had to teach myself this. Like, once you give her that money, that's hers. Don't even worry about it no more. You just, the only thing you can hope she's doing is taking care of those kids the way she's supposed to be. And you'll know that when you go visit them and you see if they're, you know, well-kept or anything like that. They're unkempt, uh, you know, shoddy or whatever the case may be, then, yeah, you got a, a legitimate concern. But if your kids are well-dressed, they're, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're well-kept and all that, they're groomed nicely, then you shouldn't be worried about what she do with that money when it leaves your hand. You know, because, like I said, she, you know, she's probably, she's probably, she probably done spent that money ten times over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what you're probably paying her, what most guys are probably paying her, um, their baby mothers. So I just say pay it and forget about it. Okay. Right. Ray, Ray, do you agree with that? Do you think that, um, you know, women should be entitled to do some things for themselves with child support money that they may receive? It's like more of a form oh, of reimbursement no, I, I, more than anything? Oh, oh no, absolutely not. Because if you're a parent, you shouldn't complain about doing anything for your kids. When the father pays that money, he's paying that money to support the children. Now, if he's not paying enough, I'm quite sure you're going to take him back to court. But you can't decide you're going to do something for yourself when it's actually for the child. You're actually stealing from your child when you do that. But see, I will say this too. A lot of guys, you got to understand, whether you and that woman work out or not, you need to look upside her head before he started getting really involved with her and having these kids because she didn't have a good heart to begin with, this type of stuff is going to happen. You know, and and I understand, like, Batman just got off. He had a lot of rage, you know, and went off on on uh, Internet and stuff like that. But when you're doing that, that lets them know that they really got underneath your skin versus, okay, if you and somebody – don't work out. You say, okay, they're a good person, whatever, it just didn't work out. You, you're not trashing them, they're not trashing you. And if you got two kids or something, she's going to let you see the kids because any woman with common sense knows that a father's supposed to be able to see their children. Any woman with common sense knows that when you give your kids some money, she ain't supposed to steal it and get her hair done, nails, shoes, nothing. Because if you're struggling, you shouldn't have had them kids. Now, the thing about all this is, is this is what adults don't realize, whether it's on the man's side or it's the woman's side. It's about the kids. And if the kids are doing what they, you're supposed to do for, for your kids, then everything will work itself out. But if you say, well, Bruh. I ain't got it, and this and that, and you the father. You, it ain't no reason for for you not to have it. I mean, things happen in life, but consistently over the years, you constantly coming up short. You shouldn't do that. 
You gotta right. gotta think this thing out better. And Ray, um, honestly, I I realized that when I went to go see my son for Christmas, you know, I and I was around my ex wife, and I swallowed my pride as a man because I had to show my son that. I am a positive black man because he needs that role model in his life beside me, his grandfather, and his uncle because he, he needs those figures. He's five years old and going to be six. So, you know, he's in that stage now of we have to train him. So that way, whatever went on between me and his mama, even though we had our, we didn't work out, we still love him because at the end of the day, like you said, Ray, it's about him. We have to put check our egos at the door. And I have checked my ego at the door. Because like I said, I with my son, you know, now we really have to, you know, be in these kids' life so we don't lose them to the system. Right. Yeah. I mean I mean right. all all that's good, but as long as they don't disrespect you because if you come right. in with clean hands, you should have clean hands. Not you get there, you right. got the other dude over at the house and, you know, your kid sitting on his lap and stuff like that when you get there. Oh, you know, I can't be the only one concerned about things getting out of hand. You right. know what I mean? And, you got to go that way. But my son is, my son has my mom. He would just say random stuff like, he'll, like, he'll tell the dude, like, my daddy better than you, bro. Like, I didn't tell my son to say that. I did not tell my son to say that. I mean, I don't, but kids will say anything. So, you know, and at the same time, even with dude, I I, ne- I didn't respect him. I didn't disrespect him, but I found it funny every time my ex-wife would move somewhere, he was right behind her, and, and I had to tell her, I'm like, look, just tell dude, he ain't got to worry about me. We're divorced. We're divorced. I'm just we we co-parents. I said, but he he need to check his he need to check his ego because if he has some, he got to realize I'm gonna always be around you some way, some shape, or form. Just like I I was with somebody, and she and I like I told her before we started dating, it's a package deal, and you know we we broke up, but. I, I, I'm just going to take me a, a long break on dating because, like I said, I need to get myself back mentally strong, but it is, it's just the same but being a divorced dad. It comes, okay. hey, it comes, divorced dad, divorced mom. If you have kids, they come with a package. It's a package deal. Right, no doubt. There. And uh, you just beat, the, just beat the clock there. But um, yeah, I know. I, I, I do. I do agree that you have to check your ego at the door, and if both parents are doing that, then you're not going to have any problems um, regarding child support. I would assume, and the same with relationships. Uh, you know, when things go wrong, if people are just adults, they can break up clean, and it's not that big of a deal. You know, no, no grudge or anything like that. Things happen. Um, but Crystal, let me go back to you, and then I get the buck as well. And Eminem, but Crystal, what's the best way to get over a bad breakup? You know, something goes down, it doesn't end the way you want it to, but it still comes to an end. What's the best way to get over it? Well, drinking works. 
and um, getting into a new relationship. <laughs> well, not an actual relationship, but, you know, to say, you know, the best way to get over somebody is to get, you know, get under somebody. I mean, basically what all that means is you need to take your focus away from that person. And that's a very hard thing to do um, because you're constantly thinking about it. So you have to keep yourself busy. Um, you have to, you know, work on yourself, you know, um, and, you, you know, you have to love yourself. You have to remember, because a lot of times, especially with women, um, when we're in relationships, we tend to lose ourselves, and we are there for that man and trying to make his life, which you think is also your life, better and all of this. So mm-hmm. when you're out of that relationship, you need, whatever, whether it ended, you know, amicably or whether it ended horribly, you need to start focusing on yourself and get yourself back together and um and you need to to remember that you should be loving you and um and then that's the only way to heal and before you start with someone else in a in a real relationship way um but again there's a lot of society pressures to be in a relationship especially for women so you end up just starting the whole process all over again but the best thing to do is to to try however you need to do it, to forget, to move on, to evaluate and say, I'm never going to do that again. Uh, take away what worked, what didn't work, and try not to repeat it or and try to find something good in the next That's person. The but, you, but you need that space in between, which a lot of times we don't get. We don't get those spaces. There's usually a lot of overlapping as Batman was saying, there's a lot of overlapping in relationships. And so you don't even have a time to breathe and to figure out who you are and you know, until you're on the other end of everything. It's ridiculous. But the best way to get over it is to go into yourself, fix yourself, heal yourself, and then move on. And But never go back. <laughs> you know, but it's so easy to do that, and I, I, I was definitely... You know, a person who did that, I always went back, at least for sex, you know. And, but I had to get over that. I mean, you have to. It's so easy. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do any of that stuff. You don't have to date. You can just screw and move on. But it's it's a horrible cycle, but you don't want to do that. So I got over that So as I grew. You know, I I don't need that kind of stuff anymore. I don't need to, like you know, pretend or go back into some sort of ridiculous fantasy anymore. I don't need to do those kinds of things because I know who I am. But sometimes it takes a long time before you get to to that point. But that's the best thing to do. Work on yourself and then move on. Okay. And, Buck, do you agree? Do you just work on yourself and just let it go? Yeah. How do you handle bad Yeah, that's that's the best thing to do. Move on and work on yourself because sometimes you can over- analyze, departmentalize, or whatever. And, you know, that makes you make stupid decisions. So you just have to just move forward. I mean, because the more you think about it, the worse it's going to be for you in your recovery phase or what have you. So the best thing to do is just keep, you know, keep it moving. Because, I mean, life's already short enough as it is. The last thing you need to be doing is worrying and and thinking about those types of things. So you just got to, you know, 
keep yourself busy, do the things you need to do to make yourself better, hang out, you know, hang out with good friends, whatever it takes, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the good things that, you know, for each individual, because every individual so you have to do what's, what is required to kind of keep yourself, you know, on the, on the good side of things, because, you know, we've all seen where people who, you know, it, it, it doesn't end well and, and, and it's crash and burn. So, you know, you just have to keep yourself positive and, and just, you know, turn the page because if you don't get it, it will tear you up. So keep it moving, especially, you know, I think that's something that you do more as you get older. And when you're young and all that, it kind of, it does something to you. But if you got, you know, if you got the upbringing, things of that nature, you know, that, that kind that kind of helps as well. So, just keep mm-hmm. it moving. Right, right. I think when you're younger, you do think that it's the end of the world, but as you get older, you realize that, uh, you know, they're more fish in the sea, so to speak. But I got to hear Eminem's take on this. Eminem, what's the best way to get over a bad breakup? This is going to be hilarious. Uh, very simple. It starts with an F. The next letter is U. The next letter after that is C, and the last one is K. That's all you need to do, you know. And like I say, you ain't got to worry about, you know, blowing the dust off of a black book and all that stuff like that shit, man. If that's what you – listen, that's what you get a job for, you know. If you have kids, yes, you have to support them. I'd I be the – you know, hell. But outside of that – that's the only reason a man work. You had to enjoy your damn money. I can't stand seeing people all looking sad and stuff like that. I'm saying, nigga, you just got paid. Then you got a tax refund. You up here crying and shit? Man, look at all this ass walking around here to need bills paid and hair did or whatever it takes to get that ass, man. If you you know, if you if you don't got rushed, you know. You run yeah. You you run through a couple of them, you ain't gonna be thinking about shit. Whatever happened just happened. You you ain't thinking about none of that shit. You know. No. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. hell now in a woman's case it's different. I mean it might be you know, I don't know. It might be some kill bill shit going on. But a dude, man, uh, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. No, a man a man gotta be like I say, I done seen plenty of guys, man. I'm like and see my my honest my honest advice to him would be this, you know, depending on what the situation is and, you know, listen some more Povich shit or something. I'm saying, well, damn, if you're not going to be a dog cut off a chain, well, shit, man, y'all might well still been together. I mean, the beauty of being single is, is living it up. I mean, if you ain't living it up, then damn, you, I mean, shit, here it is, all this chicken out here, and you sit up here staring your damn straw just like a chicken shit man what the fuck going on down that shit man ask for another one fuck it man put two of them on your leg and clown and shit man hell just clown man shit right down you know know take take some dares man look how good that chick look right there i mean i give you a hundred dollars right now if you go over and lick that bitch leg right here in front of everybody. You know, I'm just saying, man. Just, just get this. It's my leg. off your chest, bro. I was going to be a little bit deeper than licking the leg. The top of the two-way chest, though. I'm going to be in front of everybody, bro. In front of 
front of everybody. You know what yeah, yeah. Way support licking someone's right, head in that alley. You can lick anywhere you want, but I mean, hell, that's you know, danger zone. Talk to them and them are his yeah, oh boy, man! man two that. years, man. you ain't missed a beat. You haven't missed a beat. Niggas crying. I told you all that. I told you it's gonna Being be hilarious. Jack clowning about the clowning about the kids and all that stuff like that. I said, yeah, Jack, you gotta understand one thing. If one dime going to somewhere it ain't supposed to go, if I pass by here and I'm seeing where, you know, niggas done put rims on their car with my kids' money. Oh fuck that! You you when that when that when that bus pull off, shit y'all better duck. We finna turn the lights off on this motherfucker. But uh, you know I ain't trying to put no bad ideas out there on nobody. Just make sure ain't nobody home. Oh, oh, I ain't no. worry about it. No. <laughs> it's a joke. No no no! I like my freedom. I like my freedom. I ain't trying to. Hey, I ain't trying to. They are no. That's my major. I'm major in criminal justice, man. I ain't trying to do. I ain't trying to. I'm trying to be somebody Dang. to roll off the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Eminem and Chris set a bad example for everybody in the city of Jackson. <laughs> Let's get ready to wrap this thing up. Um, I appreciate you all coming on to the show. Uh, I got to knock the rust off a little bit, but, um, you know, we're going to get it together and keep this thing going. So we'll go ahead and go with some final thoughts. And uh, just your final thoughts on the show, uh, the show being back on the air, and whatever you want to discuss, I guess, on that front. And, Amanda, I'll start with you. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's just been great to hear all these voices that, you know, we haven't heard in a while and just know that everybody's doing well. Um, looking forward to future shows and different topics. It's always great when we all get together. Um, I've I think uh, I think we're all pretty much on the same page in in most of the the topics that were presented. Um, just again with the child support thing, I think it's I think uh, Bobby said it best. If if the if the lady is doing what she's supposed to do, then I mean, you know, it, it's always going to be like nobody's really going to unless you're getting getting an accountant to go there and look at the books to see where every penny went. You'll never really know, but if she's doing right by that kid, then you kind of have to just trust the process. Um, you know, regarding relationships, I think it's something that everybody goes through where, um, you know, you go through a bad breakup and you just have to learn from it. You know, of course, you want to maybe seek revenge, maybe you want to try to mess up their new relationships, but for me, you got to focus on yourself. You got to focus on um, making yourself better and um, and just just being better for yourself. Not even to impress somebody else, but just being better for yourself and whatever your future has for you. So, um, great show tonight, and just really enjoyed everybody. And looking forward to the next one. Thank you so much. So good to have you back on the air and hear your voice again. And Batman, what you got, man? Well. It was a great show, you know, great show, good to hear y'all, all y'all again. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm just glad that all y'all down in the Jackson area uh, is safe from the floods. You know, I have a, I have a bunch of y'all down there. Just realized that I uh, got an army buddy that stayed down there. I ain't seen in 30 years, so 30 years will be our 30-year anniversary going to boot camp. But 
great show and um but but in in and although you know like I'm not gonna say the best, you gotta trust the process. And like I said, if you break up, hey, you know, it was what it was, but especially if you have kids, you gonna have to you know, you gotta deal with that person for, you know, pretty much the rest of your life. So, you know, good, bad, you know. You know, long it's just respect. Respect on each end, her end, my end, you know, it's just it's all about respect, communication, and but the most important the well being of the child. That's all I got. All right. I appreciate it, man. Glad to hear you again, bro. And I'm glad that um everything's yeah. going well. You're back in school and doing good things, so all right. Dr. Willis, what you got? Um, great show tonight. It was good topping it up with the gang again. Looking forward to some uh, future shows. In terms of uh, the topics tonight, as far as um, you know, who who uh, handled breakups the worst? I would go on a limb and say overall women do, and um, not necessarily that they do anything bad, but you know, a lot they 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 handle it as far as like being sad and you know the trauma of it all a little bit worse than we do. A guy usually don't realize how bad um, how bad he missed a relationship to like maybe months, years, or so later. So uh, women usually handle it overall, you know, saying uh, worse. Um, relationship, child support. Uh, as far as child support is concerned, like I said, if you're paying fifty dollars a month, hundred dollars a month, please give it up. Don't worry about what she's doing with it. Um, if you're paying a little bit more than that, then you know, saying you know, look at your child. Your child will be a good indication of whether or not she's spending money on, on spending your money uh, the, the right way. And if your child is uh, doing fine and doing great, then I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, like I said, nine times out of ten, they probably end up spending more money anyway throughout the uh, month compared to what you're giving. And um, uh, what was the other topic? Finally, um, as far as uh, what was the other topic? You, I'm sorry. What had a Get over a bad breakup, or yeah, yeah, that's the one I want to touch on. As far as getting over a bad breakup, um, one thing a lot of folks don't tell you, um, you have to, you have to allow yourself to grieve. All right, most people think that you should just go ahead and get over it real fast and stuff like that. Uh, you could try that, but you end up taking that baggage over into another relationship. So allow yourself to grieve. You know, say a few days, week, or whatever you need. Grieve and then you move on with your life. Um, and outside of that, that's all I got. You thanks for having me on. All right, man. Glad to have you back in the mix, bro. No doubt. All right, sure. let's see. Buck, what you got? Man, it's great being back on. Definitely enjoyed it. Man, I think I laughed that hard in a while. <laughs> Listening to him and his, his uh, strategic words of wisdom. But um, everybody is different, and you have to handle things differently. You know, you know what you you know you know what type of person you are. You know what things you know what things help you get better. So you know, take advantage of those things. Don't worry about you know anything else. You just move forward, and that's my best advice I can give you. You know, don't sit there and you know drown yourself in sorrows. Just get up, get out do what is required to get yourself better and, you know, give you some time, you know, like give yourself a little bit of time to grieve, rock on because 
you don't want to deprive yourself of a great human experience sitting there drowning in your own sorrows. So, anyway, great to be back on. Great to, great to hear everybody. You know, it's just really awesome to be back. I, mean, I don't think anybody skipped a beat. I think everybody is just still rocking it like we always do. So, glad to be on. All right, man. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, Ray. Yeah, um, great, great show tonight. It's great to hear everybody's voice. Good to hear everybody um coming back together. I mean, we did so many shows together. It's almost like we we never left. But you know, it's, it's been two years, so it's good to hear everybody's voice again. And um, I would say, as far as the child support goes, you know, I think as a responsible parent, you're supposed to do the correct things with the child support because if the court system was fair and the woman had to pay you child support and you went to get a haircut or something of that nature, everybody would jump all over you for it. Oh, you living off a woman and you get your car wash or whatever the case may be with her money and this, this, and this. That's the only thing I want the female side to understand is if you were to do something like that, how I would you be, but you know, child support is going to be hard for men and women to agree on that because everybody's taking the stance of I don't care if it's right or it's wrong. I'm just going to say I do what I want to do, and um, I don't think we can get anywhere like that as far as relationships go. When something happens, I think you have to feel it. A lot of people try to jump right into something else or do a lot of things to mask the pain that they're feeling, you know, dating up women and so forth. But I think a lot of times you just have to sit down and you got to feel all of it. So once you, best way to know what you don't want is if you had it before. So sit there, understand what happened, what went wrong, how could you do things better. And then when you get back in it, you don't come in with a whole lot of, bad luggage from the last relationship. You come in with a clean slate. You know, you still see women as as what they are, is is good people and stuff like that if you get the right one. And I think if you were to not feel it, you're gonna mask it for it may come come out three, four years later on how you really feel it. But, you know, I think that um you just got to feel it, and then once you feel it, you get another relationship, and then I think things can get back on track for you and for the next person that you're with. But all in all, it was it was a good show, a lot of great opinions, as it, you know, was with the old Talk to You show. So I appreciate you having me on. Everybody have a good night. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. And Crystal, what you got? Well, again, I have to reiterate what everybody said. It's um, it was like a family reunion. I like that. That's a good um, way of putting it. We haven't been on, and your show is definitely the show that brought us all together. And I just, I just think it's great that you're you're back, even though you're going to be intermittent. And we'll see about that. But um, I think it's great <laughs> that you're back, and we'll, you know, and 
and I, and I love just hearing everybody's voices, you know, you know, even Ray, you know, I love that. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I love Ray. <laughs> I, I, I love I love your voice too. It's great, great hearing you again. Yeah, no because doubt. you know we even a man that came on for a little bit and then you we didn't hear from you we were like okay okay, but um but no it's good hearing everybody. Um, as far as child support, I said this many times that and Bobby really said it the best for me and it was um unless I've always said unless you are paying, you know, for someone's house and there you you're giving you know life lifestyle money you know money that you you created when you were with the woman and the, the family living with them and then you want you need to continue the court says, Okay, you gotta continue the lifestyle for the child then, you know, yeah, there's gonna be excess money where, you know, of course it's gonna to go to her or to the home or to whatever and then yeah, there's extra money. But in most situations it is just reimbursement for what the woman has already as as a two parent you know two parents you know the money goes into a pool and as a single mother when I got child support the money went into a pool just to reimburse me for what I've already spent and a lot of times it was more I spent a heck of a lot more money the custodial parent usually spends a heck of a lot more money than the child support a lot of times because they are paying for all those little things, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So you are, and you know, maybe that, for instance, that woman said, okay, I can't get my hair done or I can't do these little extra things for myself until maybe I get a check. But right now i got to take my work money, my income, and spend it on everything. And then when I get his couple of hundred dollars or whatever it may be, then I can put it back into the pool that I've already spent. So the money, whether or not she is spending, you know, it may be coincidence, quote unquote, that you sent your check and then she went and got her hair done. Okay, now she's just re re um, putting the money back in her pocket and she can do whatever she wants with it because it's really her money too, you know. So it's that's where it goes into the relationship you have with this uh, with your with your co-parent. You know, really, you have to trust them. Are they a good person or are they literally not doing anything for the child and for the home? So those are things that, you know, you need to work out actually before you even start having kids with this person. And then if you had it by accident, then you have to accept what what came with that and you have to deal with that. And But the main thing is the, the, the child. Um, so, but I said that many times over and over again. Number one, I'm I'm just glad to be back. I'm glad you guys are still timing in. I think this is great. Hopefully the next time we have um there is a show more, you know, people come on. I'm I'm amazed that the many people came on today and I'm very happy about that. So thank you, Q, for being our glue and um getting back going. So that's great. So <laughs> yeah, he is kind of the the glue. So so you have to continue with their responsibility. Comes great power, brings great responsibility. So <laughs> ah, okay, have at okay. it. Quote, all right, all right. Well, yes, I'm amazing. And um, 
it, it is great having all of you back on and everything. And um, there were some people who called in who didn't chime in, and they'll get the courage to, you know, build up and actually take on one of our show legends, I'm sure, one day. But, uh, yeah, I, I know that they'll get the courage to call in and actually uh, speak. And um, on on Twitter, Morgan Stanley chimed in from New York City, and she agreed with Crystal as far as the child support. She said, unfortunately, yes, I hate it when women use their children as pawns. It's not right. Children's, children are humans that you decided to co-create and bring into this world. They're not a means of financial come up or a weapon of revenge. And, yeah, she was like, you know, the kid didn't have to be here, so be, do right by the kid, if nothing else. And that's that's both parents should definitely do that. But Eminem, shut it down, man. Oh, man, 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 man. Great show, man. Shit, like I say, man, it's, this shit, like, what? What's 365 plus 365? That shit is, what, 730, something like that? 730 days since we all connected like this, man, so... That's a that's a you know a terrific feeling you know what I'm saying just hearing everybody knowing everybody Gucci and stuff but uh <clears throat> man you know uh, good easy in topics you know you know I know once Q got everybody baited in good you know we might talk about you know Dwayne Wade and all that kind of shit but uh um <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh um, you know relationships man everybody has some. <laughs> Everybody has some, you know, excellent points. I mean, like like always, and that's that's what makes this show so much different than so many others. Not that other people don't have good things or whatever, and I'm talking about national networks and stuff. You know, like, user stuff is like, you know, one-sided or from one perspective, but with the amount of, uh, of uh, you know, you know, legends and, and, and then you, you got your legacy callers and, and uh, you know, people hitting queue up on 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 the on the page and all that kind of stuff. And not having the bad man, you know, chiming in, man, that was great to hear his voice. Cause I mean, that that just like always get the juices flowing for everybody, you know. But uh, but uh, on the topics tonight, you know, like I say, there's so much great stuff out there. But uh, some of the main things to take from all that, man, is just like you know. You know, you gotta, you know, for 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 guys. Number one, you have to have a, a understanding of what you want out of life, what your goals is. You know, do things to make you happy and stuff like that. And and if for some reason something don't work out, I mean, you know, it's like anything else. You know, it's like it's just like playing a sport or whatever. You know, if you lose a game, I mean, what you gonna do? Quit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you pick the, you know, pick your lip up, man, and you know reevaluate your game plan and, you know, get ready for the next game. Same thing. That's all it is, just a game. And uh, for the women, you know what I'm saying, I think it's kind of like that. I can't remember, uh, yeah, yeah, Mary J. Blige, man, you know what I'm saying, how can I love somebody else I can't love myself? I think a lot of women, you know, have, uh, you know, some anyway might have some kind of self-esteem issues and stuff like that, and a lot of times that creates a, a bad relationship when un, when they unknowingly are like that because they don't really know, so they are, you know, sometimes they don't find themselves, and then the next guy that get them after they find themselves, you know, the same shit you complain about, he ain't got the same complaints. And, you know, you know, first thing a man think about was shit, man. You know, my... 
you know, I'm, I'm pretty good in down there. I said, damn, this nigga must must got me beat. But nah, 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 nah. Nah, that ain't what it is. You know, the, the chick done found herself. You know what I'm saying? So that that helps a lot of times. You know, then as far as the aspect of recovery, like I say, man, you know, you got people that find different things to do. You know, uh, going to school is not just, you know, about learning because really you don't get shit out of going to school, but going to school sometimes helps some people therapeutically because you're meeting diverse people, diverse cultures a lot of times, uh, different ethnic groups and stuff like that, you know. So that helps because, you know, you, you find a lot of shit is universal. You're thinking that some stuff is only unique to the United States, only to black people, only to the hood, and then you meet somebody from Czechoslovakia, and it's like, shit, man, you know, this chick done busted one of his damn Volkswagen. Like, man, what the fuck? I ain't, oh, y'all get down like that? Like, yeah, shit, okay. <laughs> you know, so, you know, just, just you know, just take that understanding, you know, and then, you know, child support. Um, I, I think the biggest problem with child support is something that actually uh, – uh, I think Crystal kind of mentioned in her wrap-up, and it kind of brought a great point out because I didn't even think about it at the time. It's just like a lot of people that have a lot of the issues with chicks doing the wrong stuff with money, a lot of times these are not even ex-girlfriends or ex-wives. A lot of times these are, you know, chicks you should have used the rubber on anyway, you know. One-night stands, uh, you know, trains, whatever, you know. So people never think about, you know, what kind of mothers or what kind of responsibility might come with that if a seed is dropped. So a lot of times these going to be the bullshit you might see on, you know, some of the Getty images and stuff like that. You know, chick got like about 10 different colors in her hair and, you know, you're trying to, them chicks always had the most athletic kids because that's how I'm always trying to recruit little kids and stuff. And it's like, shit, man. And they half-ass feeding them and snotting their nose and shit like that. So, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Bad man, you blessed, bro, because you don't want to deal with no shit like that because it's going to be hard to take the high road, you know. But I I hear that warning sign, but I'm going to leave y'all with this here. I'm going to leave y'all with this here. You know, what my man Tom Hanks said on, on, on Forrest Gump, Life is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you get to open. So that's why, if you want to solve all this shit, yeah, it ain't going nowhere, goddammit. You turn on that ultimate filter, you pass that law, you legalize that shit, and you pay for what you want until you get what you get. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Then everybody's happy. The chick's happy, the men are happy, and everything will work in perfect harmony. It won't be all this bullshit. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna have to work my music back in for you, Eminem. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have to rehash that for some of the new listeners one day. So we're gonna have to definitely do that. But, uh, yeah, that's right. We got some. We probably got some. Uh, well, damn, we about to get out of general, we out of the millennium. Now we got with Gen Z or whatever the Fortniteers and shit. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right, well, I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate 13, all of you. 13, that's legalizing uh, selling pussy. That's what that means, guys, you know. <laughs> all right, that's why we got him the prime minister of sexual affairs. Uh, shout out to Push Forward, who was in the chat room. 
push forward man push forward called in years ago i think he's from sacramento um so that's kind of cool that he found his way here briefly um there are other people i want to shout out um uh, who um i hope find the show again uh salah Houdain in new york city my man fred out in stockton california he used to chop oh, it up with us a little fred. bit and the crazy one in baltimore um uh, Mary LaBelle out there in NoCal. Uh, I don't know what happened to Miss Boom Boom in Jackson, Mississippi. She was hilarious. Uh, my man, old school. I know Bam Mary remember old school from Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee Rich, Nashville. Uh, so those are some people, you know, who I hope can find the show again. Of course, my man, True Speech, and uh, Robin and Erica, Cocktails and Conversations. And, man, we had... Uh, so many relationships that we we built here on the show, and it's just of course, Amy great and to see everyone. <laughs> yeah, Pianki, Mr. Solutions, and um, it's Virginia just great Princeton. to see. <laughs> 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 Forget about Virginia Princeton. <laughs> and um, and Crystal's favorite person, the other Q, out there in California, uh, Brittany and Amy. And Brittany and um, Erica Parker from Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, yeah, we're missing Amy tonight in Arkansas. Yeah, right. So right, missing Amy tonight and her daughter Shaughnessy. Uh, you know, hello to her, Milani Billups, and yes. man, can go on and on all the relationships we established here on T2Q. Uh, yeah, man, I can go on and on. But and uh, glad to have the, the therapist lady or whatever. Uh, I can't think of her name in Memphis. I think. Oh yeah, Brandy J. Flynn. Yeah, good. Yeah, good, yeah, good. yeah. I forgot about Brandy J. Flynn. And uh, man, Brandy J. Flynn doing her thing. Man, she got all kinds of things going on, and she's an entrepreneur out this world. So, man, very proud of her and what she has going. I'm have to get her back on sometime. So, all right, let me go ahead and wrap this up. And um, as far as what's coming up for T2Q, I have um, – I'm going to try to do more interviews on the local side of things. Um, you know, I used to always do interviews with people from all over the world, but I really want to focus on some local, um, some locals here and try to help support my people in my area here in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, I have an interview that's going to drop on Sunday – with a young lady named Marsha Austin who opened up her own health care clinic here in Jackson, Mississippi to provide um, urgent care. Uh, so Marsha K. Austin of the Total Health Care Clinic, um, that's going to drop on Sunday, my interview with her. And I have another interview coming up with a young lady who's the CEO of a company called Planted Love, and that's Ms. Thomasine Haynes. And she discusses um, female reproductive health and things of that nature. So I'll have her on to discuss all things regarding female health. It should be very educational. And we can discuss the services that she provides um, on a local level. And, um, of course, I'm going to have some flashbacks um, to the past, some Throwback Thursday podcast that will drop. You know, so people who are new to the show can kind of catch up and, you know, figure out why the show is what it is. Uh, 
I mean, you all, the callers, are what makes the show so great, but they need to know more about you in order to figure out the show. So I'm going to have some old interviews and old show clips that drop every now and then on Thursdays, Throwback Thursday. Um, next Thursday, I'm going to have um, an interview I did with Mama Joyce from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, and Crystal co-hosted with me on that show. It was the first time I ever had a co-host. And because um, she knew all things reality, I was kind of in the dark on things. But uh, we interviewed Mama Joyce from Real Housewives of Atlanta, and that was a lot of fun. So I'll play that next Thursday for those who may miss that, may have missed out on that. But, you know, that's going to do it for this week's episode. And be sure to sign up for the email newsletter over at TalkToQ.com, or you can like my Facebook fan page, the Talk to Q Radio Show, so you can be updated on upcoming shows. And if you sign up for that newsletter, then every time a show drops, it'll be sure to be delivered to your inbox. Now, I have a ton to talk about in the upcoming weeks. I mean, I got to discuss the the race for the Democratic nominee um, that's going on for the right to run against President Trump. So we'll have to discuss that at some point. I have a LeBron James versus Michael Jordan show coming up soon, which we're going to settle this discussion once and for all, who is the greatest. So I got some people chomping at the bit to get into that discussion. And, of course, we'll mix it up with some other topics as well. There's so much going on um, every day. Like I, I know a couple of weeks ago I was, man, I was just tr- trying to do everything in me to not have a show about Gil King or, uh, or or jump on this Dwayne Wade thing or whatever because I really wanted to wait until today because today is special to me because it's the day the, the show first launched back in 2011 and the day the show last aired in 2018. So I wanted to wait until February the 20th. And I know there will be other things to discuss in the future, just as um, polarizing as those particular stories that I mentioned. But I appreciate everyone who listened to the show. Please feel free to leave feedback on the show page via Facebook, Twitter, or if you know me personally, then you can uh, DM me your thoughts. And I'd love to hear what you all think, or maybe if you have suggestions for upcoming topics, you know, you can drop that on me too. So I hope that everyone enjoys the rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Holla. P2Q Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Think about it. My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Hey Q, how are you? What up, what up? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Bad man posted some of the chat rooms. <laughs> Almost made me choke over here. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing's cool. Some women are down for it. Yeah. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Think about it.
edit, 